Each and every Sunday we gather to worship, but why do we worship the way that we do? I'm Rebecca Garrett-Pace, and this is The Day After Sunday, a look at the why behind the worship. Good morning, friends. Welcome to The Day After Sunday. I'm just going to say this before we even get started. Buckle Rails up. off. It's going to be fun. I have Dexter, Phil, and Mitchell joining me today. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. Hello, I'm <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, if you did not worship with us yesterday for Easter, you can <laughs> What still... were you doing? <laughs> wow. Jeez. <laughs> Apparently, you should go to another church, right? Like the... Oh. Mitchell's, Mitchell's making... Ooh. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Just making some bold claims there today. I mean, um, but it's yes. Easter, right? Like, if you weren't worshiping in online or in person somewhere... Hey, Easter brunch is also a thing. Don't shame Easter brunchers. That's true. All right. Um, but yes, so welcome. We're glad you're here. Uh, this is the day after Sunday, which means it's kind of a behind the scenes, um, what's going on uh, that maybe you don't see when you come to worship, or maybe you do see, but you wonder, oh, why is that the way it is? Or, you know, why do we do it this way? So um, we'll answer some of those questions. We'll have some, I'm sure, very random conversations. Um, but our day started, especially Dexter and I, our day started quite early yesterday. Dex, what time did you get to church? 4.15. Nice. I was second car in the driveway. I was 5.03. So. I was <laughs> sixth car in the driveway. 5.58. Nice. Phil, you brought several dozen donuts with you. So. I went and got the donuts. Donut holes. Did you actually have donuts? Phil or brought his holes? broken back. Donut holes. All the donut holes. 15 dozen donut holes. Well, and a free cinnamon roll, which you gave to me. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah, totally. Apparently, if you buy 15 dozen of anything, you get a free cinnamon roll. <laughs> it's this sweet uh, lady who's Methodist. It's their oh, it's donut cool. shop. And so I used to live by this donut shop. And so that's kind of why I ordered from there because I just knew that I wanted to support them. So. That's awesome. Really? Where does she? You know, that's my favorite thing about a, donut. Where does she oh, go to church? Sorry. So she's Korean. So she goes to the the Korean Methodist, yeah. one of the Korean Methodist churches. Oh, but sweet. I don't know which oh, one. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Dex, what'd you say about donuts? That's my favorite place about donut places. Is like you buy enough stock, or yeah. they know you. It's kind of like a cheers <laughs> thing. Absolutely. All of a sudden, you're like oh, you yeah. get benefits, and it's yeah, really nice. Box and you don't have to have a punch card. You don't have to have anything. Donut holes laying around. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And they're so tasty. They're just like Why little bite-sized were we delicious. Why were we here early, Rebecca? <laughs> um, well, we did a sunrise service and there was uh there was no rain, which was good. There was also no sun. <laughs> the sun kind of forgot to rise, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had a sunrise service in our garden. It was so beautiful. We haven't done that since 2019 because last year when we did our sunrise service, it was in the parking lot and we had, you know the pods spray painted on the ground for people to be distanced. You know, that was still seems like a lifetime ago. We just, we didn't know if COVID spread when we were outside. So we were just being super safe. So this year we were back in the garden um, on the benches that John Stanford stained. They look so great and warm, um, welcoming. And uh, yeah, so Dex and Dex and Rolf and I were setting up for, for Monday, for Monday, Thursday, for what was it? What was yesterday? Easter. 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 So, yeah. There we have it. Easter was yesterday, y'all. I love it. it uh, <laughs> well, we thanks a, for joining us. Bye. We were in a garden. It sounds like it's almost like biblical or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I mean, it's um, it's really neat to see people come that early in the morning. We had a good mix of folks, like all oh. ages and um and it's Some just really new cool people to, too that came yeah. in which was fun yeah neighborhood neighbors as well as people who regularly yeah. attend the church so was there was a family there were they our immediate neighbors they are yes yeah. yes oh nice which awesome. i guess they kind of had the mentality of like well we're either going to be worshiping from our house because <laughs> these speakers are going to be blaring through or we could just go ahead and show up yeah so they showed up. totally we did um i i did put notes on our neighbors on our our like probably six houses right around the garden. I, I sent them mm-hmm. notes last week saying, hey, sorry, <laughs> we're going to be sound checking at 6 a.m. Um, but thankfully, I mean, they're also understanding. They just, totally. even if they don't attend, they're just like, oh, no, it's fine. Thank you for letting us know, you know, so. Yeah. It's once a year. Yeah, it's once a year. And now. it's for a good cause. 
for a good cause. <laughs> the resurrection of our Lord. The resurrection yes. of Christ. <laughs> I do want to, to bring out though, um, and you know, we won't spend a lot of time on the the sunrise service because it wasn't streamed, so there weren't a lot of people that were that were able to see that. But uh, so Ben wrote a song for sunrise service. Um, I asked him. He he was like, "Hey, you know, I'm I need somewhere to put my like creative energy." And I was like, "Well, if you could write a song for sunrise, that would be amazing." Um, and he's just like stupid talented. So he wrote a song uh, called Waiting for a Miracle, which we laughed about, you know, because that was accidentally the same title as the song from Encanto. Uh, Phil, I think you pointed that out to I me. I did. I did. Yeah. Yep. Not the best song in Encanto. No, but decent. Yeah. I agree. Not the best. I mean, I saw Encanto. I didn't remember the name of the song. But anyways, this was not the same one. Um, this was... He uh, also wrote another song called uh, We Don't Talk About Bruno. Which was he, yeah, Ben yeah, just totally ben wrote another song like that. <laughs> <laughs> he got confused and thought Judas's name was Bruno. So. Yeah, we don't talk about Judas. Um, oh, sad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was Judas super fun. Just so misunderstood, you know. It, well, I mean, we also have to talk about the fact that Jesus Christ Superstar is currently touring in Dallas, and that's really written from the perspective of Judas, so that's super interesting. And Phil will tell you all about how he did not get to go see it, even though he had tickets. Monday, when, Thursday. Oh, womp, womp. <laughs> It's okay. My oldest daughter got to go, and she very much enjoyed it, so it's all, all is well. Okay, well, that's good. Mm-hmm. But yes, so then we moved on to um, the main Easter worship service, and I was telling Phil before we started recording, I don't, I don't think I'm being like overly optimistic or simplistic. Um, I didn't write down much that went poorly yesterday. I mean, it's just it was a very smooth service overall. We had yep. what was our final count in person? We had two ninety five. Mitchell, you predicted three hundred. So close. I was off yeah. by five. Dexter yesterday told me I should just go ahead and say it was 300, though. <laughs> well, like, I think, yeah, like, what's holding us back from just doing rounding that? up? Yeah. Like, we've never done there's, that before. There's this pesky little thing called honesty. You know, it's fine. It's also a rounding Accuracy. error. It's fine. <laughs> okay, well, hold on. How many do we have online? <clears throat> I have not calculated numbers yet. I'm going to say it was probably pretty close to our normal, right around 200 or so. See, most nice. folks, like, after Easter, they're like, all right, yeah, well, it's Monday and it's time to go to work. For church staff, we're always like, how many do we have? There's <laughs> there were so many people. Let's count them. Count all the peoples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how we get better ad chairs. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, it was a great day yesterday. Really great. Really, really great. And I think we can go ahead and sack the Easter, uh, the Easter. Uh, oh, jeez. No, <laughs> no, the uh, photo background, the backdrop, like the one that's like the frame. Oh, yeah. Which is nice for things, but there, no one was taking pictures with that. They're taking pictures with the heart. The heart sculpture. Because it looks so oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It looked really it, cool. It was really, really cool. So let me tell you. A little bit about that. Um, we decided to do that last year mm-hmm. um, in preparation for for Lent and Easter, so for Palm Sunday and then Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. And here was my thought process. Um, I wanted to do something that was uh, visible to the community. I wanted to do something that was accessible in pandemic times um, mm-hmm. so that people could, if we weren't having, if we ever weren't having worship services in person, people could stop by and it was easy and it was safe and it was, you know, socially distanced, all that kind of good stuff to participate, to physically participate. Um, and I obviously, I grew up a uh, Methodist as most of y'all know, and we, as well as a lot of churches have the cross outside the front uh, wrapped in chicken wire that you add flowers to. And I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, number one, I want to do that for Palm Sunday as well. I want that to be interactive with the palm branches. Um, but what can we use that's a symbol of God that's um, that's different from a cross that maybe is, you know, a sign to our neighbors that we are an inclusive church, um, a progressive church. And so I was like, okay. You might say sculpture. we're the heartbeat of the community. Yeah, you might say that. I wasn't going to, but sure, you could say that. <laughs> one might say that. And so, yeah, I mean, again, you know, we, this is the second time his name has come up so far, John Stanford. Um, oh. Nope. We don't talk about him, Mitchell. 
uh, he he built Jesus. the the heart sculpture, and um, it's large. It's hard to store, but it's very worth it because last year and this year, people just like really really loved it. We put palm branches. We took the palm branches out. Everyone got a chance to add their Easter flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't done that yet, stop by and see it and take a picture. There are some Easter lilies that got blown over by the wind. You can stand those back up too. Totally. It was um, man. The Instagram feed yesterday felt like uh the whole the the flowering of the cross and that like easter tradition uh there were a lot of people taking pictures next to the like pretty crosses all in the places that they were worshiping for sure sure like i felt like it was unproportional like (laughs) or or just like way more folks doing that this past year than uh than i remember that's interesting i wonder why that was it's funny you said Jesse even made a comment last night. She was like, "Oh, look, somebody made a comment about Christ is risen next to a, a flowered cross." So <laughs> original, right? <laughs> Never seen that before. I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're, you're a terrible person." Totally. I will admit, we're the only one that had a totally. Heart. Totally. Yeah, no doubt. You are probably correct there. So yeah. good job, Rebecca. Yeah, yeah I totally I think agree. Awesome. I think it was. Uh, it was a um, beautiful way to invite people into like participating, right? Because yeah. everyone kind of flowered the cross. It wasn't something that we did ahead of time, which right. is typically what happens, right? Like right. Yep. people show up and there's this like flowered cross. We invited everyone to actually participate in in, in flowering the heart, yeah. yeah. and it was a uh, it was beautiful. You know what? I think I had an idea that I want to try next year is do the the flowers, but also have some like different colored ribbons that people can add. I think that would look really pretty too. Yeah. Yeah. Mental, mental note for a new idea. I don't care about next year. You won't, you won't. Okay. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I care. I care. Just marginally. Just differently. Um, so the music yesterday was, I think a lot of people, um, they, well, I know not, I think a lot of people commented on the music. It was so cool. And I just want to point out again, how grateful I am to work and serve in a community where we could have, um, Charles Wesley, Beethoven and Dolly Parton in the same worship service. And great. All homegrown talent. Yeah. Yeah. We did, we did not hire any of. We did not hire musicians. a no musician Beethoven went here at White Rock for Easter. This right. and that's just that's oh, so incredible. Musician. Yeah, like there's nothing wrong with hiring musicians. Obviously, we've done it, but it's just cool to know that like there's that many talented folks in our congregation that we can have that variety of of uh, music. And, Absolutely, yeah, really proud of our our folks. Yeah, music yesterday was amazing, and I was sitting there in my suit ahead of time with Phil and we're sitting on the front pew and we're just watching you, Rebecca, mm-hmm. uh, direct that. And not, awkward, not awkwardly uh, at all. No, no, no. <laughs> it was, in, it's incredible to watch you work. Like sure. we don't actually ever get to like, we see you work, but we don't get to see you direct. Right. Like, yeah. cause that's something rehearse. that you do. Yeah. yeah. Rehearse with folks. Like it was just incredible though. The command and the like grace and the like, you're just really good at it. And oh, it was evident you. yesterday, like watching you like <laughs> keep track of all the things you're going to make note of and invite people to uh, do differently yeah. uh, in between takes or uh, is that right? Take? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That works. Like you, you would, <laughs> you would spit out, Hey, uh, everyone, great job. Um, you gotta, you gotta start lower. Cause we got to end somewhere. And then that was like the direction to the entire choir. And then you're like turning over to Farron and you're saying, Hey, like lay off the keys on this, like certain point. And then you're, you're telling the horns to do something. And it's just incredible what you can keep <laughs> track of as you're directing folks. And it was just like, I was just, I mean, I know you're super talented, but I was, I, you know, watching you work in that space yesterday was just a real, a real blessing, a real treat for me. Well, thank you. Especially really for someone who that. has no clue what, how to gauge the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the effectiveness of a choir. Sure. What, you can't gauge the efficacy of the, the French horn and the baritone entering against no. the, <laughs> the piano? No. no, I cannot. Yeah. Yeah, I no. No, I couldn't. I, I love that. I really appreciate you saying that. I just, um, 
I remember something uh, that I heard at one of our annual conferences many years ago. Um, one of the guest bishops was preaching and they said, you know, when you love a community and they know it, um, they will work with you and work for you in ways that you can't even, you know, predict. And mm-hmm. I think that's so true because um, really it just comes from a love of what I do, but more importantly, a love of the people. Um, and I am, I'm very honored that we have, I think at this point we have like six music teachers in our congregation mm-hmm. and all of them at one point or another, they didn't all participate yesterday because of their schedules, but uh, several of them did. And mm-hmm. so I just, I'm honored that people who also do what I do want to be under my direction. That's really, yeah. really cool. Um, and I think that's, I mean, that goes for each of us too, right? We have a lot of seminary trained people who choose to study under Phil. We have a lot of retired clergy and retired preachers who choose Mm -hmm. to listen to Mitchell preach, right? We have a lot of graphic designers who choose to put stock Dexter in what you do and compliment your work every week. And I just think that's a huge honor that each of us, you know, gets to experience from our community. Totally. Yeah, that's well said. Yep. So I was just crunching some. Okay. When you said when, uh, when you said uh, homegrown, I'm up on the <laughs> mic now. Uh, I thought you were talking about Beethoven and yes, Dolly Parton they did. You didn't church. Know? Yeah, you didn't know that. Or I, I didn't know that. Beethoven <laughs> was the original music director. Our church has been around that long. I'm just so. <laughs> I could be sitting in the place that Beethoven created the Ninth Symphony. It and could. It could be like an amazing. It wasn't White Rock. You didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> We yeah, so heard it your Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> so my bad. I'm gonna go up. Phil, can you get quick. on the? Can you get on the creating and a Wikipedia page for White Rock? I'll work on that. No, I'm gonna start one for First Downtown Dallas. If there's not one already, and I'm gonna just there is one already. You the entire there, time. there is one already there. Uh, it's got some work. We need to do some work on it, though. Well, I'm we gonna kid. do some work on it. We kid because we love Mitchell. We're gonna we're gonna miss you. <laughs> I'm gonna miss y'all too, very much. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know who was. I don't know which was more shocking, though, Mitchell, seeing you in a suit or people seeing me in a dress, because both of those it's, things have like never happened mm, at the same time. Everyone, everyone talks about the suit, and look, I wear a suit every Easter. I've worn a suit every Easter for like all the Easters. <laughs> you know, you didn't wear a suit last year. I don't think you wore a suit last year. You didn't wear a we suit last year. We weren't in person last year. Just correcting your statement. Well, I mean. Potato, potato I, here. Master's I wore master. a suit in 2019. <laughs> I wore a suit in 2018. I wore a suit in 2017. 2016. 2015. I wear a suit hey, on the train. Would you wear in 2020? The last year. Also. Go dogs, go. It's not too far. <laughs> go by. I wear Blimp. a suit on the train. I wear a suit in the rain. By boat. By car. <laughs> go dogs, go. The light is green. If you miss the sermon... Stop, stop, stop. All Mitchell dog, did stop. for our Easter, our Easter sermon was read Go Dogs Go. That was the whole over and sermon. over. That's yeah. it. Repeatedly. Incredible. Yeah. So, we, yes, a lot of suit comments. <laughs> a lot of suit comments about if I was <laughs> practicing or, or, you know, uh, putting my suit on so I could get used to it because I'm going to first. But no, that's not the case. I wear a suit every Easter except every the Easter. ones that I don't do in person. Fair. <laughs> but Phil said, hey, did I, I didn't know you were going to wear a suit. Yeah. I was like, thanks for the heads up, dude. <laughs> so It's all good. Yeah. There was my a kids, lot of uh, My kids lovely... give a sunrise in pajamas, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's really early. Betsy didn't even brush her hair, so there's that. <laughs> Looked like a ragtag lion. <laughs> hey, I just crunched numbers real fast. We saw 700 people over Holy Week. Wow. Not including Palm Sunday. That's Monday, Thursday through Easter. That's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. So, Mitchell, um, I I really appreciated your sermon. Um, I really loved that you brought out, you know, the the complexity of the story. We say that word on this podcast a lot. I feel like that's almost like a a cliche word that we say. It's so complex. Um, But it is. It's when we think about the joy of Easter, we also have to think about the pain that led up to it, as well as what Easter looks like for all the different scenarios that you laid out, right? Mm -hmm. What what does Easter look like in Kiev? What does it look like for a gay teenager or a single mom or, you know, an addict or a person who lost a family member to COVID? Um, That was really powerful because I think that helps us get out of 
of being the center of our own story like we've been talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think Easter um it's easy to like snap the Instagram photos and like get on to to the Easter meal after we feel like we've checked the box of going to church, but the truth is like most of us will move on from the Easter story pretty quickly and then there are those who experience Easter in real time and it doesn't feel like the story uh, is one that they can believe because they don't see that reality in their life. And I think we have to be real honest about that. Otherwise we're basically selling people of, well, you know, know, something that's, yeah, a hollow gospel that doesn't, um, doesn't really jive with, with our reality. So um, that doesn't mean that there aren't places where we can see the resurrection, but the resurrection, experiencing resurrection um is is unique and it's not commonplace and it also requires a a death and if we're in the business of self-preservation whether that's you know refusing to be vulnerable or trying to hold on to power a lot of us never get to the point of 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 death right we we try to stay alive as long as we can we we're, we're on the run and um and so like there can be no resurrection without it without a death and and i think like that in and of itself is really counterintuitive for us say say that again there can be no resurrection without a death yeah i mean otherwise you're not resurrected from anything you're yeah. just um empowered to you know continue making your life kind of what it is but if we don't lose i mean jesus talks about this right and like if you don't if you if you're not willing to to lose your life right you won't um you won't gain the new life that that god has in store for you and um and what does that mean for like upper middle class white folks Mm -hmm. who like resurrection um or death looks just it's hard to like see that as something we should entertain but i don't i mean i don't even know what that really looks like for a lot of us you know what is what does death look like what is it what does it mean to die to ourselves right and and die to the life we have currently so that god can resurrect us i don't i mean i think it's very complicated so you were going to say something. Well, I was, so I did this, you know, the daily podcast at Holy Week and reflecting on Mark and this, the source I was reading, you know, it talks a lot about not, it's not just dying to ourselves either. It's like, Jesus is pretty darn clear too throughout Mark that it's, it's a taking up of your cross too, right? Like it's, it's a death, but it's not just a, death is never simple, right? And, and the, the kind of yeah death that Jesus talks about is like disgusting and brutal and and so painful and painful. Yeah. Painful is a really yeah. good word for it too. So, um, it's not comfortable to talk about that. Um, we, I mean, we've talked about this before on the podcast too, but it's the, what's it called? The, um, the sunshine version of theology or whatever. What, what, there's a term for it. Uh, whenever we did the join the darkness series, we talked about it a lot. Like where all we want to do is talk about like positive things, you know, in theology and in church and yeah. And, and yet, it turns out, especially during Holy Week, like we're we're invited to kind of embrace the the death part of it, and and yeah, I think that's the the downfall of so many churches. And we can talk about yeah. Mitchell's invitation to find a different church. Um, uh, well, we can talk about that, but I also want to just before we talk about my invitation for folks to find a different church, I want to talk about Dexter tried to kill me off yesterday too what with his the uh, heck? picture. That he his, oh. his in memoriam picture that he made <laughs> of me. Oh yeah, you're welcome. So so describe what happened. <laughs> I don't really know what happened. I was I got in a photo with my staff and because I I told Rebecca, hey, I want to take some photos before I you know I leave. Before you leave, and, yeah, before you're gone. And then all of a sudden I get a text and there's this <laughs> I become a meme. There's a meme. Apparently of, you of one of the it. photos that's not even the best photo it's just one of you know many photos taken and somehow my face was <laughs> zoomed in on and then dexter i dexter will made that yeah that said yeah. so reverend mitchell boone in remembrance wrumc youth best if you're if you're listening on the podcast right now this is going to be on youtube as well so you can go check that maybe maybe that should make an appearance on our instagram story 
Okay, so this, yeah, <laughs> we took some pictures. Well, hey, hold on a second. Let me just say this too. That was not the first thing that's ever been put out there. There was a picture that was taken of me whenever I was replacing all the light bulbs in so the sanctuary. So he's like 80 feet in the air. One of, what, what I would consider one of the deadliest jobs in America. Let me just phrase that. Deadliest um, catch might have something to say about it, but yeah. And those yeah. ice truckers. Uh, anyways, so I, I totally, well, I mean, I mean, I'll go up and, comp- and Russian compete astronauts, with them. Let's, let's compete. I don't think you can say that word anymore. That was we don't talk easy. about Russians. Uh, uh, anyways. And then I made I made an in memoriam photo for me yeah, also. So he named like himself first. Just, so I mean, yeah, yeah. There's a, and it looked really good too. Like it's something that I'm proud of. Like I would hope that it's on my funeral. The front I will make sure if thing. I do I if for. I somehow have the honor oh, of presiding over your funeral, Dexter. I will make sure <laughs> that mm-hmm. that photo is on the bulletin. Just know it's favorited on my. Uh, okay, phone. just go ahead and so give me your phone you password it, right now. Right there. We'll just yeah, use yeah, his yeah. face. It's fine. And then, and then the the picture <laughs> you can have inside is my uh, afro that I had okay. in high school that was eight inches in length. Okay. Um, there you go. So, uh, anyways, Phil, back to you. I mean, I was going to talk about the the jump from Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday, but I think the time has passed. We should just talk cool. about finding another <laughs> church. Because after yeah. this podcast, everybody may be looking. Oh dear! Oh, my goodness! Jeez. Yeah. So let's God. let's clarify really quickly that we are not talking about finding another church and leaving White Rock. I was yes, <laughs> I was inviting people to not yeah, all of us. Only Mitchell. Only Mitchell. <laughs> I was inviting people to leave if they were a part of a church community that did not ordain women value women in leadership allow women to hold the you know title pastor that they should find a new church because it, of the scripture like right like the text saying that well yes because for a lot of reasons well, but sure. the the reason the i said it yesterday it, yes. yes was because the women were the first to the tomb right and then they were given this message and what did they do with that message they went and they proclaimed it they they um they they preached the good news to the disciples. It was a clear, I think, um, instance in where women were the first to receive divine revelation, and then were empowered and and um, given the responsibility to share that with 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 others. The world, yeah, uh, with the world. So, um, and that's not unique to Luke. It that's happens in, in other yeah, gospels. That's in right? all four so, gospels, actually. I was going to point that out. Right. The women Mark are the doesn't first have to a know. whole kind lot of in Mark. Of the, kind of, but yeah. They really just leave in fear in Mark. Well, the, at least the no, original well, sure. Preaching all, can be fearful. Yeah. In in all four <laughs> Gospels, the women are the first to know. That's what I meant. Yes. yes. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think it sets a pretty clear precedent that uh, that God has no issue with women preaching. Um and, and, and you, you know, said, and if in you fact, want to fight me on it, what you said, and in fact, it may be the preferred. Yeah, I said at worst, God has no issue, and at best, it may be the preferred. And then maybe preferred people applauded. When's the last time people applauded in the middle of one of your sermons? Twice, I don't know, twice, not just once. Yeah, yeah, because I did, I did round back and say, then you should leave your church if the, if they have a uh, you know patriarchal view you, of women. You essentially. did, yeah. You you did soften it a little bit. I think um, at the sunrise service you said you should just find a new church. At the at the ten fifty you softened it. You said you should be in prayer and conversation with God whether you might need to, which I appreciated that too. Yeah, I uh, I, and I stand by that. Uh, I think that folks should really consider finding a new church if they are in a church where women are not allowed to be in leadership. But I, the Bible. On I on a serious I will fight anyone note. on that note. Like I will fight anyone on that point. So, <laughs> if anyone wants to come at me with uh, some weird Timothy text, like we can go there. But like, I'm gonna go ahead and center the gospel and the Easter story as uh, my trump card. And if you have a better reason, then you can email me, and I'll meet you for coffee, and we can go to town on it. But I think it's real clear that that women deserve uh, absolute equity within faith communities and so i really do i mean i I appreciate that and on a serious note i want to give voice to how many times um in my 15 years in ministry i have either been completely dismissed or said oh well you you can't be the minister to the whole church you you must just work with the kids music 
Yeah. I'm like, no, I, I lead worship for the entire church. Um, Which, you know, so. is also a, yeah, totally. I have no doubt, Rebecca, that you've had that experience in church. What that also does is it says men can't be the ones who work with children or youth, right? right. Like right. it also is a way for us to like, um, overly uh, divide and gender our churches to where like the actual gifts of the spirit are not um, recognized. Don't take center stage. Yeah, it's first your gender, and then it's like what you're gifted to do. Yeah, and that's just not that's just not how God works. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. I've also been I in doubt situations. Anyone's... Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I've also been in situations right where I've done hospital visits, and I was assumed totally. to be the the daughter or the granddaughter. I couldn't I couldn't be the pastor, even though I'm holding this a, church. a Bible, right? So yeah. I mean, that's been a reality when you from your time here at yeah. White Rock, yeah, which is a church that act that like while we do not have a lot of female clergy on staff, zero in fact, clergy. Uh, yeah, that's, we do that's not a lot. <laughs> no, uh, it could change though. Um, it does say we do say like that it, there's equity here, and um, and even when you're in churches that affirm that, it's still hard, yeah. right? Like, just because we ordain women doesn't mean that it makes it easy for women to be in ministry, right? Um, so we're already setting women up, you know, uh, you know, they have to work harder than men in a denomination that, that affirms women in ministry. Right. What do you think it's like for women who are called to ministry in churches where they don't even allow women, right? Like we've got enough work to do in the, in the equitable spaces. Like, that's why I'm saying like, yeah, people should just find a new church. Like there's enough work to do in spaces where we are trying, um, much less like spinning your wheels in a place where churches aren't trying. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, the argument can be made, too, that there there is good and holy work to be done if you remain in those churches and you're working from the inside to change them. Right. We are certainly in a denomination that is doing that on the LGBTQ sure. front. Right. So um, it, it does make sense. Right. That you you can remain in a denomination you don't agree with because you're working to change it. Um, that is also good and holy work. But you better be working. Yeah. yeah. Like just saying, like, I don't agree with it is not enough. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I think that's like what we've seen here within the United Methodist Church. Like there are folks who think, you know, uh, LGBTQ inclusion should, uh, you know, exist, but they're not willing to put in work to, to try to change it. And so, like, sure. you know, if you're going to stay within a denomination that uh, is on the wrong side of uh, a social issue, um, I'm not saying that that's a not a good thing. Uh, clearly, because I'm still in the United Methodist Church, but it does mean that you have a responsibility to actually work to change it. Otherwise, you are complicit. Yeah, that's a call to action for ourselves as well. That's a, totally. It's, a it's too bad pointing. your microphone's on an arm. Otherwise, you could drop it. <laughs> Boom. Mic drop. Oh, dear. <laughs> well done. Um, Should have muted before. So <laughs> what else? I mean, what else about the, the worship service yesterday caught your attention? Or what other things, you know, might be interesting to talk about? Hey, why do we do it this way? What does this mean? You know, Dexter, you look like you're going to say something. Uh, children's time. <laughs> my, my mom said that that was a... You ever seen a train derail all over the place? That was children's <laughs> time? If you ever watching YouTube it was video awesome. about train hitting a semi-truck, that was... Um, go, kids, go. My, my mom said it was Phil's best children's time ever. I had somebody online said the same I thing. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I think it is. You. Yeah, it was great. Well, I think it's. I think it was the way that Phil was able to adapt to each and every particular moment that happened. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. there was it a showed lot. Phil's like learning range. that our pastors' names Pastor. aren't really right? their first right. name. Yeah, you know, it would have really blown their Pastor? minds. The. The the kid that just wanted a seat I mean, and feels like no, you can't have it. Then he's like, you know I'll what? I don't care. I'm still to gonna sit here. <laughs> and feels like this is not really like part of our protocol or what we're supposed to be doing or not. And so we're like, I'm gonna scoot and try to make sure there's space. I do love that he keep keeps this moment about, going. Like, nothing can separate us from the love of God. And he literally tried to sit right next to me. I was like, nothing can separate us. Clearly, like we are right here, <laughs> literally connected. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Oh. That was great. No, you did. You you pivoted all over the place, Phil. And I really appreciate that you you give um, a response, like a very dignified response to each person. You know, even if it's a silly answer, you're still like, hey, yeah, thank you for sharing, you know? Oh, when we say all are welcome here, we mean even that comment. No, <laughs> it's fun. Like, you know, I've, I've joked about the children's time a lot on here, but like it's been really good for me because, I mean – Usually my my go to is teaching like deep theological you know like whatever <laughs> conversations and you have gotten better. You didn't use any four syllable words yesterday, which I'm very I was very proud of you for doing that. You tried really hard. Yeah, you use adult. You uh, use like Phil adult is words. Incapable yeah. of doing that. <laughs> incapable. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So I know you've gotten some some comments from especially some of the teachers in our congregation totally. saying, "Hey Phil, I don't think five year olds know what eschatology means." Yeah. Uh, yeah no actually i will say i did so i kept trying to find like a good image or something and the more i read was people it was was weird you i thought you were the easter lily thing i know i'm really glad you didn't go there (laughs) it would have creeped some people out it turns out the mythology behind easter lilies is that y'all and i found this in a multitude of places that uh, both in the Garden of Gethsemane and while hanging on the cross, that Jesus's tears and blood sprung up Easter lilies. I feel like I've heard that. And so we made the call to not talk about that during children's time. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that's even a call to... These <laughs> Easter lilies that I'm holding right now sprouted because <laughs> of Jesus's blood. No. Anyway. Yeah. No, it's good. Like it... But I, I I felt like I needed to tell the story, you know. I just wanted to like actually tell the Easter story because I don't know. I it just felt like it was an important thing to do, as opposed to just like have some kind of other image or yep. something like that. So did great. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a great Sunday. It was, it was really awesome fun. all around. It was really as fun. it should be. It's Easter. Yeah, it should be a really good Sunday. And then, like you said, we sang Dolly. Parton. If Easter wasn't a really good Sunday at your church, you should. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You should think about, <laughs> pray, pray about. about, meditate on the idea that maybe you should go to a different church. Oh, heavens. If you're not struggling with the thought of talking about how the mythology of lilies <laughs> really were, were there for a children's yeah. time, you should think about going <laughs> yeah, to another yeah, yeah, church. Yeah. children's minister talked about the blood of Jesus turning lilies, <laughs> or turning into lilies mm. during Easter, mm. you should maybe Preach. think about finding Ponder. Just ponder. Big day today at White Rock, y'all. Today? Mavs play. <laughs> Mavs play. Game Someone's going to be sitting in this desk, on you know, behind this desk soon. And uh, they don't want that desk. This is a great desk. It is, is it a, a tiny desk? desk? No, it's a, it's it is the opposite desk. of tiny desk. It is. That's your gift. From us, you have you can't to get it. it. The interesting thing is, it doesn't fit through either door. So, how did it get in there? I don't know. They built the room around. They built desk. it. They basically did. This was they built it around the desk. It's some literally folks have told me this was Herminga's desk. Some folks the, actually the mythology have said that behind the desk. It's, it's Beethoven's desk. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, actually, one of in one of the drawers, there's a original copy of. <laughs> Beethoven's Ninth Symphony score. Ode to Joy. Yeah. He, he Ode to Joy. He hand wrote on a <laughs> composite notebook. From Jesus' no. Tears. Oh, yeah, yeah, Today, yeah. hopefully, we'll hopefully. begin to know who's going to follow. Begin me at White to Rock. know. I don't, there's a politically, way to, a politically correct way to talk about this. <laughs> it could be, and I have no idea who it is, but that. He or she may be meeting with the leadership team sometime today. But I can't tell y'all what time because Phil's going to go out there and just start happen sweeping. To be, yeah. Just happen to be in the church building when the meeting takes place. Oh, but y'all I are just, here too? What are y'all doing here? <laughs> I just want to say to everyone. Just fixing some light bulbs. We're going we're gonna to know relatively soon who's going to be coming to White Rock. And I think that we should go ahead and start praying for both that person their family, if they have a family, um, and the leadership team, because it's a, um, it's really exciting. And, um, I have every confidence in the world that White Rock's going to absolutely love the next pastor. So yeah. we should know soon friends. We should begin to know. 
at some point begin to know in the relatively soon but still ethereal future the ways in which <laughs> we will have some pastoral leader re- okay. begin to reveal themselves Mitchell I have a over question the for next you. few weeks I have a question for you what, yeah. what do you think is the biggest way you have changed in your time at White Rock Ooh. You can do you can do top three if that's helpful. Well, I think I've become a better preacher, but that really has less to do with anything than just reps. I think we just get better the more we do things. Um, you don't have to get better. You can choose to stay <laughs> the way you, you are. Choose. It's, yeah, it's a conscious effort. I think you're aided by uh, reps. Um, I think I am far more um respectful of of the the failures that exist in a church mm. like i'm not like when things used to go wrong or didn't work out the way i would take it really really personally and like try to like you know overcompensate for trying to fix that thing but I'm far less like um, reactionary to the, like I don't I don't react the same way. So I think I've created a lot more like grace for myself as a pastor, but also for the congregation. And I think the I've I've really learned, and I this was like a hypothesis when I first began, but I've I leave White Rock knowing knowing it to be true. Um, that the immediate neighborhood of a congregation has all the gifts necessary for the church to like become a vital member of that neighborhood or community. Mm. So like we don't have to do everything well inside a church. We just have to be open to the folks who do things well. Like think about it. This is, it's awesome. And like, this is a simple example, but like over the course of the next week, over this past week, there have been Dexter and Andrea hung a bunch of like original art in our building. We hired someone to paint our old raggedy chalkboards that we had hung in the hallway. Uh, and they did that in like two days. Right. And they're an um, artist that, that rent space downstairs. They're part right, of our totally. They're part of yeah. our, they're part of our community, but none of them attend white rock. Right. None of them are members. Right. I think none of them worship with us on Sunday. Right. Right. They attend White Rock probably more than the people who worship on Sundays. (laughs) Totally. Yes. 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 None of them attend worship. Yeah. But you also see this in the garden. Right. Uh, Will is now leading the garden. He is is Mr. Garden, Mr. Community Garden. Will friend. Beautiful. The garden. And it's beautiful and amazing. Yeah. And Will came to us during the pandemic. And we didn't, we didn't like go out and try to hire someone to run the garden. Like we'll just possess the gifts necessary to do it. And so I just, um, I just, I, I leave White Rock being able to trust, I think the community to do the work of the church, regardless of what the community's affiliation is to the church, that the church can be just as simply a good partner with folks in the neighborhood. So I, I think I've, I've gotten better at preaching. I've definitely not taking, um, things as personally and uh offering more grace to myself and others and yeah a real belief not just a hypothesis but a belief that the neighborhood has the power that's great so a quick side note i think we sold one of the pieces seriously yeah Yeah. that's freaking awesome which one uh it's did you buy the afro one i can't just no, the three picks. No, no one bought really that legit. one yet. That one's still for sale. That's my favorite. Um, it's one. It's it was one of the two pieces that are one was on top of the other. It's oh, the, the fiber ones one that was bought up. That's yeah, cool. cool. So, yeah. yeah, that's really cool. That's yeah. awesome. It's to the left of the nice. centerpiece. That's great. I know they're really, so really cool. they're so different. If you all haven't, if you're listening and you haven't been um, to the hall with the main hallway that's behind the sanctuary, um, there are what decks like at least a dozen. Um, pieces of our, art. Our one, two, three. There's about fifty. Yeah. You know what we should do? Let's create a highlight on our Instagram. I was just thinking the same thing. 
the like yeah. a White Rock Art Gallery highlight, and we can show which ones are up and available for people to purchase, and then we yeah. can even show the ones that have sold. Because I think it would be cool to be able to like give people access to this who aren't able to like walk around or something. Yeah, so if you yeah. don't follow us on Instagram, it's White Rock UMC, not WRUMC. It's White Rock UMC. Still trying to I find know. that other one. We, we have what? it too. It's just, we don't WRUMC? Also, also, if you know who has the WRUMC and you're listening right now, please let I'm us I'm know. I I will I will be happy to give you money. It might be me. To make this make to resolve this thing, if okay. it might be, if it's it might Mitchell, be, great. It might be my parting gift to you all. A delete. This is, a this del- is the this is the worst secret that you've held. I don't know if anyone's ever asked me. here. Oh come oh my on! God, get out of here. Are you serious? We have been I'm struggling. Serious. Do you really have? Yeah, access we've been struggling with this. WRU literally had to start an entire new yeah. account because of it. <laughs> we might. You might begin to potentially, possibly share with us at some point in the nebulous future all right friends closing thoughts instagram easter or otherwise all right friends final roast of mitchell before we leave (laughs) i'm not leaving yet that's what's so funny is like you got six weeks everyone's like goodbye and i'm like you're only the only reason you should say goodbye to me is if you plan on not coming to church (laughs) until july uh, july one wait is that an option not I for you, burst the bubble. Oh, okay. But maybe for Rebecca. It is for me. Rebecca I'm... goes on leave this week, yeah. y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So there was some confusion. People, um, I mean, it's it's understandable. People thought like, oh, today is your, your last day. We'll see you in June. I was like, well, today's my last Sunday, but I'm working uh, today, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and that was my choice because I really hate Sunday being either the first or the last day of anything because my brain is just a billion places. So it's nice to have a couple days in the office to take all of my instruments home, get to make some music mm-hmm. on my own time. Um, you know, make sure the music room is fully stocked and ready. And I'm so excited for you all. You're going to love working with, um, Gary and Sarah and Monica. Those are the people that are, uh, absorbing the work that I do. And so, because yes, it takes three people. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'll, they're all part-time, but yes. Um, it's going to be so good. Y'all are going to love, so I, I told the choir, I was like, you might not even want me to come back. You're going to just love working with Gary and Sarah and Monica so much. So have a good. really restful, restful time. Thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate that. And, um, yeah, enjoy. And when you get back, Mitchell's going to leave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? We have one, I've, I've we're going to have one amazing, beautiful worship service together. Oh, we're going to do gonna we're going to do Pentecost up so big, y'all. They're going to be rainbow oh, streamers. Big. There's going to be another fire breathers. Yeah, well, okay, maybe not that. Um Do we get magic? Magic. magic. Keith is going to bring Keith, magic back. Keith's going to bring magic. I don't know about that. Yeah. I think we should have a cross juggle. Oh juggle f- bowling pins that are on fire <laughs> okay okay i was gonna say and something else, i've already so started thinking about the hymns that i think would be awesome to sing and i'm i don't know why i started thinking about that but i was like well the hymns are already chosen but for you mitchell i oh. will uh i'll change them oh no you get free pick he gets free pick it's just last sunday free pick we I, can just have a hem sing immediately after. Church. Hey, we I'm, three a, I'm kings. all about that. We three kings, yeah, some Advent, some Which, uh, <laughs> Epiphany hems. That's just really my favorite. What hymns do you? What hymns do you want? I'm curious because it may be some I of the same ones humming, that I've chosen. It is well with my soul okay. to Declan last night, okay. and I was like, man, that would be a it's a great one. I haven't sung in a while. Okay. Can we do? He touched here. Me? I am. Lord's always been one that I feel like has. Like, no, we can't do that one. Been okay. monumental. Like it was sung at my um, ordination. Oh, like, nice. There's just been moments where that hymn's popped on. Mitchell and I are both ignoring your comment, Dexter. I'm laughing say? hysterically. What did you say, Dexter? <laughs> I said he touched me. Can we do? He touched me. So quiet. It just got real quiet. <laughs> this will just turn red. No. We can do it. Sure. I, I hate that one. What about Dominique the Italian donkey? I don't know that one. Come come back on that one, please. <laughs> we don't talk. It's a it's a Christmas song. Dominic the Italian donkey. Hee haw, hee haw. It's Dominic. Dexter didn't grow up Methodist. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't write. <laughs> That's not so, a Charles Wesley. I don't know what his <laughs> hymnity looks like from 
his childhood. Chucky, Chucky West. My dad's going to be really disappointed with me right now because he's a music minister and I have failed him on many levels because of this. <laughs> yeah, Chucky West did not write Dominic the Chucky Italian doc. Chucky, yeah, Chucky West. Chucky West. Didn't there was a, there were some movies over Chucky West, right? It was horror movies. That's right? what I call Charles Wesley. Chucky. That's my nickname for him, Chucky West. Chuck- oh, my you bad. should make a, gotcha. a Twitter account for Chucky West. I just had this really weird like Chucky combination West. of the ghost of Chucky, Chucky West. the weird doll, the and Kanye doll. West, Chad West combined. <laughs> oh, West, West, not West. Right, right, right. Um, Wes Anderson mm. films. Perfect. Okay. Ah, Chucky West I'm, Anderson. <laughs> I have no idea how to wrap this up. The now. long lost brother. There's no bow for well, this. Well, see you later. Big <laughs> gulps, everybody. Okay. Rachel. Godspeed. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'll still be here, You're but y'all. Here. But Rebecca won't. Yeah. We are taking so, a break on the pod, exactly. too, everybody. So. Yeah. We'll what take a break. What season was this? This, this was, was. This one episode was eight seasons. <laughs> and we've each aged a thousand years. <laughs> so if um, you're still listening, you win the award. Yeah. You get some. <laughs> Uh, Come to Mitchell's office and you can have his desk. Do you think I'll ever be a guest on this podcast uh, again? Uh, I don't think you want to be on this podcast ever again, <laughs> Mitchell. Mitchell, I think you should really. I think, a threat. I think you should really think and pray about finding a new church. No. Um. Oh. <laughs> already have. Yes, already I podcast partner. I didn't really do a lot of thinking or praying on that. That just kind of happened to me. Divine intervention. Divine intervention. Yeah. You might say it was preordained. Well, I mean, someone ordained no, it, and it wasn't me. But I'm not saying that that was God. Yeah. All right. And on that well, note, oh, well, Mitchell okay. is good knowing you. Big if you if you want to know more about what actually happens in the itineracy process, you should attend Phil and Keith's Methodism 101 that starts in May. Let's just put that out there. Nine thirty Sunday mornings. In the parlor. In yeah. the parlor. We'll have more information on that yes. soon. Something to do later. Coming in, in a few <laughs> weeks, there will be new information. You'll be able to sign up before May. Not much before May, cool. but a little before May. <laughs> yeah. A couple of days. <laughs> All right. Oh, Bye, goodbye, everybody. friends. <laughs> hey, everybody. Great job with Easter yesterday. It was lovely. Yeah, yes. really great job. It was beautiful. Pow, pow. Pow, pow. Take care, everyone. Bye. The Day After Sunday is a production of White Rock Media Network. Join us next week for another look at the why behind the worship.